Okay. Okay. Will. Uh, if I need my notebook, but I'm not going to grab it in case. Okay. Well, so welcome to your uh, life path reading. So it's a chance for you to kind of discover your um, innate gifts within you and to help you kind of turn up as the spiritual leader for tomorrow. So we're going to go through all your gifts, challenges, um, areas that you might need to kind of work on. Um, your kind of clients that you're kind of here to serve. And the way we do it in this kind of um, this kind of reading is we start, we have the four main contenders. So we've got our rising sign, we've got our sun sign, moon and mercury. So we look at it in a way that your uh, rising sign is kind of the, uh, is the boss of the gang. So it wants, your rising sign wants to delegate certain aspects of kind of your work by delegating it to these other planets your sun is like your personality your moon is the wants the emotional side and then mercury is about your kind of communication side so it's making sure that all four of these planets are all they're all kind of in harmony and they've all got a purpose and they're all in sync and they're all having a big party shall we say so it's about kind of making sure that they all there's a certain awareness around these aspects and then we're going further into the chart, but they're the kind of main kind of contenders that uh, help you on your life path. So we start off with your ascendant here. So your rising sign is in Virgo. So the rising sign, as I said, it's kind of it's the kind of key to your life path, and it's the problem that you're here to solve. So, <clears throat> and it's about communicating with uh, this. 12th house, which is your kismet client, which I'll discuss further in detail a bit later on. But this is, your ascendant is what you want to lead with. And you're quite lucky because you also, your uh, sun sign is in Virgo as well. So there's, so even though, I mean, we say, you know, we want to lead with that and the sun sign is about adding a splash of personality into kind of everything you do. But because they're both the same, it kind of makes it a little, it makes it a bit easier actually, because how you communicate and how you kind of show up to others is kind of one and the same anyway but the main thing is with Virgo the problem you're kind of here to solve is to have this awareness of details and analytical skills that make you look for kind of practical solutions to help others and to be useful and I notice with your chart especially you have a bunch of planets in this kind of first so these first three houses so there's a big emphasis in this lifetime to you to have this awareness of self so it's like the primary attention is on yourself but it's developing this kind of heightened awareness and identity of the values and learning to be more at ease like communicating with others so this whole there's a big focus here about working on and once you kind of work on yourself and you you understand your kind of own identity and your value system, then it's there to share with others. So this, so as I say, so the Virgo then, so this applies to your sun sign and your rising sign. So Virgo is um, about coming across very, like very straightforward. So you have this natural kind of sense of control and um, this kind of practical outlook, very much being of service and nurturing it kind of comes naturally to you that you want to help others and um 
you know, through that, you kind of heal and you're nurturing yourself. And you have, and you're more like, so you're very nurturing, very honest, very, can be very structured, structured. You have a very analytical mind. You're ruled by Mercury as well. So it's all about this. There's a big communication and there's a big thing on kind of ideas. But Virgos tend to be a bit more like behind the scenes. They're kind of like the producers of the spotlight rather than being in the spotlight. So it's, and also it's a kind of about like a, about bringing this kind of sense of order out of chaos really. And being your, you have the capacity to do that. So um, it's kind of um, having this willingness to assist others, uh, this mental analysis, uh, very detailed, but it's also about this kind of um, a lot of healing and nurturing and health as well. There's a big focus with Virgo to make sure that you're always kind of always looking after yourself, always taking time out for yourself, always just doing things that kind of light you up. And I would say, because you're, you, I mean, you have a lot of earth in your charm. So it's always about taking like lots of walks in nature, um, looking, anything that's practical, anything, and I don't mean like practical, is it? I mean practical in the way of using your senses, like using your physical senses. So doing things that kind of, uh, uh, like this kind of earthy thing. So as I say, like lots of walks, lots of like cooking, um, but communicating with others in a certain, like finding practical solutions. And so the way you're leading and the way, the same with your son as well, it's how, it's how you want to come across with others in kind of whatever kind of avenue you do. Um, so, and as I said, it's in, so it's in this, and it's your, so your son and your center, so in this first house here, so the first is also making sure um, it's about this self-awareness and this self-identity and kind of working on that, uh, working on that, then you're able to share it with others. Okay. Any questions about that part? No. No? Okay. <laughs> okay. So then we move on. So as I said, so the sun sign is about this uh, sprinkling of the sources between. Actually, I can ha actually I can have one question <laughs> regarding that because um, I don't know. You will get into my um, moon sign, but I just feel like my moon sign is sometimes stronger than my sun sign. Like my Gemini seem to like be very strong in me because I know like Virgos are supposed to be like very like organized and very like, but then. I have this like gem that is just like very spontaneous and like very like outgoing like very like radical more so it's like I don't know like sometimes I feel like that takes over my son if that makes sense that's, I mean I mean that's good I mean that's it because I mean I was gonna moving on like the moon so the moon is this kind of um uh, it's this emotional side and it's about your kind of uh, subconscious beliefs it can also be tied to like um ancestors and bloodline and all and along those lines but it's also it's just like this kind of the more hidden side or the mo more emotional side so it's mm. about with the moon when we look at the moon it's about making sure that that's nurtured and mm. nourished so if that's kind of in sync with everything else then that emotional uh, that emotional side is in sync with everything else then kind of things will start flowing and it's I mean 
Virgo and Gemini are both ruled by this Mercury anyway. So they have this they have this more similarity. I would say with Gemini though, that because it's air, it's more about ideas and communication. So it's more um, so it can be a bit more scattered as well, that kind of scattered energy because you're kind of influx of information and it's very like curious curious nature about yourself. And kind of your face to the world it's like your kind of authenticity side of your uh, authenticity side of your uh, like personality or the energy surrounding sort of surrounding innate within you but to kind of keep it to keep it kind of nourished so it's always about having this uh, communicate this communication um it's like um very being very inquisitive being very in insightful being very communicative with others. So this friendly, funny aspect to yourself. So to kind of keep it, to keep it like nourished in a certain sense, it's always about anything to do with language basically. And in the way of, I mean, if it's writing, if it's speaking, um, connection, fun, games, puzzles it's all about keeping that kind of uh keeping that mind buzzing in that in that sense so making sure that aspect that moon aspect of yourself is always kind of busy in that sense but but leading through this curiosity it's always if you feel a bit out of sync it's always you thinking oh okay if i feel a bit out of whack emotionally then i can go and do something that's going to appease that gemini nature and that's by exploring and doing, yeah, just making sure there's a lot of connection as well with others because that that keeps that uh, that Gemini energy because they they are friendly, they are fun, they like this communicative side. So it's always just bearing in mind then with your uh, with this moon sign about uh, keeping that on board. And you know, as I say, it's about kind of keeping all these kind of uh, these planets on board with each other, making sure that they all have this kind of uh, job to do. And it leads me on actually, because you also have um, Mercury in uh, Gemini. So Mercury is, as I said, it's about the, so it's about like how you communicate. Um, it's about how you express yourself. It's also about expanding. In this kind of reading, it's about how can you expand your awareness and how can you expand your consciousness. So it's again, so with Mercury, it's again kind of about this kind of this healing aspect to it and making sure that it's always how you're communicating is from the heart. There's no kind of otherwise you kind of feel separate from everything. So with this Mercury, it's about and being in the sign of Virgo, again, it's a massive emphasis on communication, practicality, decisiveness, um, putting effective solutions into the world, dealing with all the details and being precise and correct. And with uh, where like Gemini, I suppose, can go from one topic to another, with Virgo, it's more about this kind of concise communication. Again, verbally and in writing, um, 
doing anything that's kind of great at organising, planning stuff as well, um, taking care of business. Other, like others will naturally kind of be drawn to you because they trust your opinion. Because as, like Virgo, it works behind the scenes, but it's not going to just come out, blurt something out. It's going to, it would have uh, processed all this information beforehand because it's about the thing it's about the, the, the downside but the shadow side of Virgo is about be very nitpicky or can be too everything has to be too perfect or over analytical that side of things you end up kind of doing your head in <laughs> doing your head in because you kind of want this kind of you know you want this perfection but it's realizing that actually there's no the perfection you know it's a sense of kind of control in a way so it's going to make you rigid and inflexible so it's always having this awareness of when you're around any kind of communication in this in this sense so i would say it's about kind of focusing on a like a bigger cause but with this passion um using this natural wit and everything that you've got so it's always just making sure that you're kind of communicating from the top without being too analytical or too perfectionist in a way because remember you're kind of you know all the these four here they're all like combined together because this is how you're going to be kind of communicating to this audience over here so it's just making sure that all these are all together and they're all in working in harmony with each other any thoughts on that so far? No, it makes sense. Yeah, I like haven't thought about it like that because I am like very like I can go like to the roots of like things like I can kind of uh, break it down like to a very like complex level with a lot of perspective but also kind of the roots but I didn't actually think about that. It's like a, I like to have like a very practical way to it as well mm -hmm. and that's actually very true. Like it's kind of like not I bring the complex down to a practical level. Sure. So that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, excellent. And I mean, and that's how you're going to, and that's your kind of way, you know, if you're doing any kind of spiritual business, it's about kind of uh, communicating that in that way and making it on that level. And so, I mean, I see you have, so, you have so much earth in your chart, actually. So it should, it, that kind of uh, practicality should kind of come easy with you. I, the only thing I would say is when you have so much earth, it's, very important to kind of not get ground down and not to get too fixated because mm. I find the earth signs they can just kind of just go plod on and on and on for the same kind of uh, same reason and they kind of don't have this outlet to break off especially because you don't have any fire in your chart so there may be this kind of lack mm. of um, getting things going this kind of um, dynamic side to you so it's having that fire because of this lack of fire there may be elements where you kind of find it hard I, to get going i feel like um the last actually two years and i don't know how this works but i feel like the fire has been, like been rising within me like maybe 
that has been a part of my journey like becoming like as I grow that that was like a natural process so because I've been really feeling it I'm like whoa like there's some fire here now and like I don't think I've felt that before um yeah yeah excellent excellent well that's funny because we're in a bit we'll talk about why that is actually so I'll move on now so we've got um <laughs> So the next kind of the next kind of planets are all about maybe like more to do with challenges and kind of the, uh, like where you need to heal. Um, also about kind of where you're kind of a where, where you're heading and what your kind of destiny is in this time. So what I'll do is I'll start off with um, you've got Saturn. So Saturn's over here in this seventh house. So Saturn, I mean, it's kind of. <laughs> It's the it's the father figure of the zodiac. So it's um, Saturn wants you to succeed, and it will reward you with kind of whatever you do. But there's certain um, like stipulations, or it's about kind of this discipline. It's about, as I say, it's this father figure. So he wants you to succeed, but he wants it's going to be like a tough love scenario, you know. So it's kind of keeping you in check. Uh, yeah. If you're kind of going a bit, you know, a bit often sometimes then Saturn's going to, if you kind of, if you find like maybe, I mean, if we can look at it in a, um, like a, in the way that money's coming in, in financial, if you feel that money, if money's kind of blocked in some way, we look over to this Saturn area of your chart and to see uh, why that is. And it's also about like the kind of, um, it's, wants you to show up as this certain kind of leader so yours is in Pisces so Pisces so it wants you to show up as like this imaginative leader one that can show the depth of emotions and spirituality so it's about living this compassionate life um, leading with your int intuition interpersonal mm. skills um, being very empathic um, thinking about how you can add this kind of um, artistic elements into your daily life and using all these kind of elements thinking about how you can make these gifts into kind of concrete habits so part of this kind of uh, part of this kind of routine is to make things tangible um, out of these this kind of dreamlike way and putting it into a practical reality so having also having really good habits habits that involve uh, nurture and nourishment and keeping focused so if you kind of if you uh, again so if Saturn's like if you're going it's Saturn's like all these all these brilliant imaginative ideas you want to do and all this kind of empathic way of showing people but if you're kind of it's about making sure that you put that into practice and also having it kind of tangible in a way and because it's in your seventh house, it's seventh house kind of relates to your one-to-one -one partnership. So this could be um, business orientated, relationships, friendships. So that's where it will kind of show up in your life, but you through this Piscean energy. So it's always making sure that you're very creative and creative, imaginative, but putting it into practical solutions. And this is where you're kind of all this earth. Earth side comes into it really, so it's making things tangible, especially because you have the planets here in this first house, which is opposite. So it's kind of making it uh, having this 
awareness of yourself and doing the work on yourself and then being able to share it with others and maybe it's more in like a one-to-one -one basis it might be like you, you're going to a partner a business partnership with somebody but it's making sure using those lovely that lovely imagination and creating results from it any thoughts on that one yes okay. <laughs> yeah okay so yeah so it's just that's it it's just it's that you know it's that kind of uh it will reward you this is the thing Saturn. it once it kind of knows that you're not you know all over the place you're making certain commitments and you're doing it through this kind of uh doing it through work and discipline and focus then the kind of money will roll in on that side of things mm. okay so we move on then to Chiron over here. So this is Chiron in the first house. So Chiron is, I mean, it's not a planet, it's a, it's a comet, but it's known as the wounded healer. So it's where you kind of carry your spiritual wound. And this could have been brought in from previous lifetimes. It can have been brought in when you were younger. So it's always, it's, Chiron was, he was a healer himself. But he was never able to fully uh, he could heal other people but he couldn't uh, heal himself so it's always one of those kind of um, aspects of yourself that will kind of always be there on and off like a big theme throughout certain 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 aspects in your life and because it's like it's one it's in this first house so the first house is always about like this self-identity you may have this kind of feeling um, of like uh, unworthiness or um, feeling that you're not good enough. Um, am I doing the right thing? Kind of anything where it's to do with you. It's, this is your kind of core, core wound. So it's the way. It's just knowing that actually you are good enough. And especially being in Virgo, it it doesn't have to be. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect, basically, because it's, it's otherwise it's a never ending kind of journey and just trying to face something that that can't be done. But it's just something that will it will come up now and again. Mind them in the first house as well. So it's always about, yeah, this kind of self worth that you have about yourself. But because it's in, so with it being in Virgo, it's kind of about learning to be this real service to others. Um, not worrying about imperfections, um, don't not being too over analytical, um, perfectionism. So it's finding this balance between the perfect and imperfect, basically, and showing, but seeing both sides of the coin, but finding that balance, that balance in between. And it's a big focus as well about taking care of one's health and well-being, um, having and having this confidence. In yourself really and through kind of doing this acts of service and this uh, nurturing uh, doing acts of service with others or with yourself really because it's in this first house it's just making sure that you you always nurture yourself and don't give you don't give yourself a hard time over something that maybe you seem kind of a I don't know disorganized or messy and sometimes it can be either way you know you could uh, you could be disorganized and messy or you could be completely OCD. So it's again finding this this 
balance in between. Um, maybe you could have like kind of this nervous tension or this critical side of your nature, this controlling. So it's just overall, it's about learning to relax and stop kind of judging any everything that's maybe wrong or faulty because everyone kind of you know there's there's no such thing as being perfect at the end of the day you can only strive to be your best can't you the best of what matters to you so it's just yeah. some, something to be aware of but as i say because it's Chiron, it's one of those it's that aspect that can will always be there so it's just it just will run a theme throughout your life so it's just about being you know aware or you can you know you can just say oh Chiron that's your that's you doing this today kind of thing you know <laughs> so it's kind of yeah so just something to be um as I say it's like you can't heal it completely but you can do things to uh make it easier for yourself yeah okay and then we have so this I think is the most exciting bit so this one, we've got your, you've got your north node here. Your north node is in Scorpio. Now, your north node is where um, your chat. So this is your challenges in life. So it's one, but ultimately, it's your destiny. It's what you're here to kind of do in this lifetime. It's what you, it's what you kind of come in wanting to do in this lifetime. But it's going to be a challenge. It's, challenges but ones that are to be overcome to kind of fulfill this kind of destiny and we start off then with the south node so the south node is your gifts that you're innate with that you come up that are kind of these will come naturally to you but it's so it's about using these gifts that you already have but being aware that actually it's about the challenges that you need to work through to get ascend really to get this to raise your consciousness and this awareness about yourself so your gifts then Taurus so Taurus are very it's about celebrating your patience you have a naturally sensual nature and you have this ability to create security on every level and to be um, practical to be very creative and you know how to sow the seeds and bring it and bring them to fruition. Um, you have an awareness of all the physical senses, very, as I said, very sensual. So you know how to create luxury, stability, security. Um, you no doubt have a refined taste for the finer things in life. You know how to kind of work hard, but you also, you also know how to kind of relax and take time out as well. And again, being this earth, it's all about you have this natural like practical solutions to things and maybe and like a gift for making money in that sense so that's all kind of all all that's there already so it's always you know that you can make these things happen but your challenges then so are Scorpio so Scorpio the key word for Scorpio is transformation so it's about really digging deep and jumping in at the deep end, being completely fearless, basically, and just thinking, I'm going to just take a deep dive into whatever kind of, um, and not just like physical stuff, it's more on the case of um, like more psychic stuff, astrology, tarot, numerology, all those kind of hidden mysteries 
that make, you know, that don't make up the every day. So it's willing to do this kind of um, trans, but first you do this transformation on yourself. And it's like shedding, so shedding the old, shedding old values, um, bringing kind of uh, new situations in your life, letting go of outdated value systems, um, having this resistance to change. Um, but sh it's about really sharing yourself with others and um, supporting yourself, uh, supporting others as well in this life. And I know there's a big focus and it's, there's a big focus on your own self-awareness, but we're coming out here of the kind of out of the third house. And the third house is about um, all of, like kind of about how you communicate to others as well. So and how you express yourself. So through this Scorpio, you know, it might be um, uh, like doing astrology charts or anything that's in a communicating again. But it's very important that it, you take this deep dive, like really investigate, really be a detective of the unknown. You know, like Scorpio, it's, it's like a very resilient, it comes from Taurus, you know, the opposite. So it can go, it can be very, it's very strong and very resilient and isn't afraid at all, really, Scorpio. They don't mind doing the hard work. And in fact, the job is to do the hard work and go through the shadows the shadow aspects of your life or whatever oh, no. wow. yeah yeah it's Isn't kind of I have so much shadow work in like this life like intense like transformation mm -hmm. like yeah. all around yeah yeah definitely mine's in a Scorpio as well actually so I get it <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, yeah. So it's that's it. It's just having this investigating this kind of unknown. Don't be and don't like not being afraid to jump in the deep end. But the main the main focus is is about transformation. It's going where others aren't willing to go. In that sense, so it's about doing uh, yeah, looking at all these aspects of all these kind of hidden meanings, mm -hmm. and especially you know the, all this kind of esoteric stuff as well. And it's that's it, it's doing the hard work and Scorpio has got the guts to do it, you know, it's got the, it's got the, uh, it doesn't mind doing this deep dive into it, but it's, because it's in your challenging aspect, it might be something, you know, that it's, but it's working through these challenges and it's being this other side, mm -hmm. which is, and which leads me on to, so in your 12th house here, You've got, this is what we say are our kismic clients. So when we say kismic clients, it's because it's in the 12th house, this is where um, like your karmic debts are held and soul contracts. So to fulfill those karmic debts in this lifetime, it's about working with this kind of archetype. It doesn't have to be Leo, but this kind of archetype. Um, uh, this kind of archetype to fulfill your kind of your to fulfill this karmic debt and to help you grow in this lifetime. So with so Leo, this kind of a energy, it like it really wants to be in the spotlight. They're kind of Leo is like a they're kind of natural leaders. They're very um, get things going. They're brave, courageous. You're kind of going to be dealing if you're. If we're looking at that aspect of this kind of archetype, but they're very, I'm not saying they're not 
not saying they're surface, but they're no, they're no Scorpio, you know, they're no, and they're no Virgo. So they, it could be a case of, especially with this Scorpio aspect, that you're helping this Leo transform, helping them go on a deeper level. So they, they themselves can turn up as this leader and able to kind of shine, like to shine in the spotlight. And especially with Virgo, with all the Virgos, because as I said, the Virgos like doesn't necessarily want to be in the spotlight, but they're they're the seat, the kind of will behind the motor, should we say? They're, they're gonna, you're gonna be like in this kind of a helping, helping this aspect by using your 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 uh, the communication, the practical, the analysis, and all that, whilst in a very transformative way. So in a way that's gonna um, bring out this other aspect for them. So it might be a case of like, you'll be doing uh, shadow work for these, for this kind of archetype, helping them dig deep. So then they can do this kind of, they can be this shining bright, bright leader that they're supposed to be. So it's about whenever I, when we're looking, so as I say, the kismic clients, these are the kind of the people that you're you're helping serve, and through that, helping them, you're kind of healing yourself. So it's just keeping in mind all these kind of aspects, doing the work on yourself, making sure all these kind of the moon and all this is um, all nourished, all in balance, all kind of all together, and then expressing it, and especially with this whole transformation that's going on over here and helping others do the same. Mm. All right. Mm. Ingrid, that is your reading, my darling. Any any questions? Mm. Yeah, so um, with um, communication, um, I really feel that <laughs> strongly that I have like a lot of ideas that are coming through that I need to express um, and I feel like um, yeah that that is my path right now like sharing it more and being like more visible but I think like my Chiron is really like tough for me to push through with that if that makes sense sure sure but that's it because it's because of where it's placed it's always you're going to have this kind of um again it's like having knowing that you you have got this self-worth and it's kind of working and this might be an aspect that you you know for you to work on and working through that can help help it because once you kind of work through it yourself and then you're working with others, that in turn is like healing you at the same time. So this could be your whole constant, you know, where you're concentrating. Because remember, you're doing, with this Scorpio, you know, it's about doing more mystical stuff. It's, and especially with the Saturn as well, this, all this water element, it's more doing this um, intuitive, empathic kind of stuff. So through that, and thinking where this Chiron is, you might be teaching these to kind of also work through, uh, uh, like uh, expressing it and uh, doing this empathic, doing this intuitive kind of work and helping these kind of people with the same. And I think, you know, as you said, yeah. with your, you know, all the ideas, that's not surprising because, of course, you've got it here in Gemini as well. So it's about learning to. Uh, so, because 
the thing is, if it's too scattered and it's too, too all over the place, then you find that you don't end up doing kind of anything in a way. So it's about maybe commun communicating it in a way of writing or um, doing journaling in that sense and kind of getting it all into getting it all down on paper and then picking out the bits that you think are going to benefit benefit for other people and of course yourself. Okay. Yeah, perfect. And then one last question, um, because uh, with that uh, kind of like communicator um, energy, I feel like sometimes like when I'm in groups, like I, I tend to kind of have like people kind of noticing me but it's interesting because I don't really have any fire in my chart like I don't like have like like you said like I'm more Virgo behind the scenes but still like I do feel like often like now that I've done the self-work that I, it kind of puts me in a position where people where it's more like a leader still I don't know if that makes sense well, so, so you're saying what you feel like um just say that last bit again was it you yeah. feel like you're more of a leader so what I'm pretty much asking about is um, when I'm in groups of people, uh, it tends to uh, be that I'm kind of naturally um, magnetizing people kind of, um, I don't know, like, I don't, what I'm asking is like, if I'm supposed to be like more behind the scenes or like place myself in positions where I'm more visible if that makes sense yeah I see what you mean I mean I think really I'm you know this this kind of aspect is you know it doesn't mean you have to be behind the scenes I think you have to kind of follow how you how you feel if you feel confident in that way to express it might be I I mean, Virgos naturally are that way. They don't like the spotlight stuff. But if you feel comfortable in the way of being in the spotlight, you know, there's there's uh, nothing stopping you in that sense. I think okay. you're just kind of, you're kind of like a, I don't know, like the, the brains behind the outfit. Or if you know what I mean, it's kind of like you're putting everything into place beforehand. But that doesn't necessarily mean that means you have to stay in that spotlight. I think it's just this kind of, this kind of energy prefers to feel maybe feels more comfortable but there's no you know there's no kind of rules in that sense so I think it's kind of it's funny because I mean you don't you don't really have I mean you've got here you've got Mars over here in the 11th so this is your kind of Mars is like this kind of action the action where you kind of take take the lead you put things into a uh, uh, like you put things into practice, what gives you your motivation? And I would say, so this, it, this 11th house is all about kind of groups, really. It's about um, kind of being this, um, oh, this kind of innovative change maker. Mm. And you have, and you have like, and it's in cancer as well. So cancer is, cancer is about community, actually. So it's about, it's another water sign. So it's again using this kind of being, uh, this intuitive side and this empathic side in a group situation and a built and in a community situation. Mm -hmm. So there, I'm saying, looking at Mars, you've got the the get up and go to kind of do that in a group situation. Mm -hmm. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. I think I understood like the whole picture. 
yeah thank you <laughs> okay my love yeah it's just that's it it's just kind of a yeah. thing where you know you because there is a lot there is a lot of focus on communication so you know with the gemini with all that's this the thing yeah yeah like it's more like me feeling like more like a leader with that I'm meant to communicate my ideas, if that makes sense. Like I think that's my feeling to it, and I think yeah. that like explains it. Yeah. Yeah, especially and I mean especially with this especially with this Scorpio in this third house as well, because the third house is again it's about communication and expressing ideas. So it's about, and that could be you know we could be talking about like um, blogs or podcasts. Anything in, in that kind of sense where you're commu there's a big focus on communicating your ideas. So whatever platform you take will be the right one for you, I would say. Yeah, because you've got sense. it you've got you know, you've got everything here to work on yourself. You've got these planets in you've got these communicative signs, you know, you've got three planets here in Virgo, you've got this Gemini going on, you've got a lot in this third house. So there's definitely a communication aspect. It's just finding your kind of your way of communicating that. So, but it's about, but it's definitely having a platform for something and expressing these yeah. ideas and transforming these other, you know, this kind of archetype. Mm. So, to me, then, you know, you can you can be your own leader in this way, as long as you're, you know, you're communicating it. Mm. So, okay, yeah. Makes sense. Okay, thank you so so much. I gave a lot of clarity and probably like a lot of insight of my journey with like a lot of shadow work and like going deep and now helping other people to go deep. So, yeah, it's cool. Like I'm already kind of like doing all the things you pointed out. So very accurate. So thank you so much. Excellent, excellent, Ingrid. I'm so pleased with you, and I wish you all the best. Yeah, because I think you, you're going to do great. You really are. Too. You're here to, oh, you know, we're all here to, so we're all here to help other people transform at yes. the end of the day, and, you know, to share our kind of knowledge with everyone. So, yeah, for sure. Oh, thank you so much for what you are doing. Excellent. I appreciate it. No worries. <laughs> Take care. Okay. Thank you. Bye -bye. Thank you so much. No worries. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. bye.